Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby! Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You're listening to Tigress, the podcast, and this episode is rated R because we're going to be talking about something that uh, a man I have never talked about. I'm sitting here with my sister, Maya, um, which is porn, watching porn, porn preferences. And I'm nervous because we're going to be brutally honest here. Like, I'm going to give it to you very directly. Quick and dirty, not quick and dirty, because we're going to actually be here for like 30, 40 minutes. Um, so not very quick, but we're going to be very we're honest. We're going to draw it out. We're going to be honest. possible. We're going to be honest about preferences, journey, what we watch, how we watch. I mean, I've never talked about this in uh, like very directly because I think that there is a lot of embarrassment about it. And, and when we were brainstorming, because I was like, oh, we should talk about sex because it's so fun to talk about. You're like, oh, we should talk about porn. And I was like, wait, this is going to reveal so much about our trauma. No, it really is. Because sexual preferences and trauma are so linked. Okay, yeah. it's fine. It's fine. We're very excited to talk about this because we've been talking about sex and pleasure and you cannot talk about those things without also talking about what you're watching and what you're doing while you're having sex or finding that pleasure. What turns you on? What, what turns you, you like? on? What are you into? I, By the way, hottest question anyone can ever ask in the middle of a sexual inter- interaction. What, what are do you, you like? Into? What are you into? Yeah. Both, both. Oh my gosh. I also have a story about the first time I ever got asked that and I almost cried because it was very recently. What? And no one's ever asked me that. Someone okay. asked me that three weeks ago. <laughs> who was, by the way, your eighth grade crush who oh you reconnected God. with? I'm so sorry to this boy. Like if he, if he people are gonna be like, Amay, everyone's gonna put together every single detail of, of, of the amount of shit I've shared about. But this is just a note to any people who are listening out there. Ask your partner what they're into or what they're, what they like. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So 
journey with watching porn. Yeah. I was first forced to watch porn by middle school boys on my bus who held me down and put a phone in my face or sent me links to porn to watch. That was my first experience. But I started watching it more on my own in eighth grade. And for me, I was ne- I never put a lot of thought into it. And I had an ex-boyfriend who used to tell me that before he watched porn, he would like go on Reddit and do research on like the best clip. I never did that. I would type in porn. Pornhub would come up. I would click on Pornhub. So you knew Pornhub existed though? No, if you type in porn, it's the first thing that comes up. Yeah, but did you know that porn was free and accessible? Because I, I didn't until later. I think I did. But I, 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 don't, I don't know why I never thought to type in porn. Like, I just typed I in never, porn. I think for I me, never, it was just reason, clicking. I think I didn't know the word pornography. And it was on my iTouch. Remember those? Oh, my God. Before iPhones, there were iTouches that were basically... Yeah. Look, iPod Touch? Yeah, they were, yeah. yeah, they were basically iPods. They weren't cell phones, but they were like you a You didn't have an iPod Touch. You had an expired iPhone. No, I had an iTouch. Oh, okay. I had an expired iPhone Okay, before, yeah. So... I would watch on my iTouch at night under my covers on the on the top bunk bed of our triple bunk bed with both my yeah. sisters sleeping beneath me. Anyways, yeah, I mean, so I would watch fine. porn and I would honestly just watch the things that was most you trending. Like, masturbate. You're just like, what? Right? Well, sometimes I would try to masturbate, but again, I've never made myself orgasm myself. So Wild. it wasn't like a masturbating to years climax. Of, years of practice lost on you. Okay. Yeah. But for me, it was a curiosity thing. For me, it was like... Absolutely. I think that I think that's where we all start. And I will say... One of the reasons I do feel so strongly about how porn, the porn industry is a fucked up industry is that for me, I was a lazy clicker, right? I was clicking on the first things that came up. So Pornhub, because it was the first, the first video, because it was most viewed, they were always super rough. Yeah. They were always dramatic, super big, big man in charge and like some Mm -hmm. very big boobed petite girl who's like daddy you know yeah all uh, like yeah and for me I think that I would honestly just sometimes I would just like watch and I catch myself doing this today too of like kind of just being curious on like what people are watching yeah but then also like I've had clients um and like I've worked in the sexual wellness space for like years right so like I simultaneously have been learning so much about like ethical porn what is ethical porn oh yeah but I will say I'm gonna be very honest here the things that I am into, I am like ashamed to say, because they are often non-consensual or like, or like start non-consensual. Like the plot is a little bit yeah. non-consensual or it's like a big age difference with like an older guy, like stepdad stuff. And I hate it. And I really try not to, not to let myself watch. But I think that as a young person, when I didn't know a lot about my own trauma. That's what I gravitated towards. Why do you hate it though? It's not that I hate it. And I'm, I I think I carry around the shame because like I've done so much academic reading and like conversations with ethical porn advocates who talk very directly about like, okay, when you do non-consensual porn, it's promoting rape culture. And you're talking specifically about non-consensual. Yeah. Or like even stepdad porn, like it is, people say it's non-consensual. Like there's a power difference. It's like a parent situation. Like it's incestuous. And for me, like I, I'm being just straight up honest here. Like this is what, before I even was on my journey of like, so much of sex though is like flirting with what should not be yeah yeah flirting with boundaries but yeah and I guess I'm I think I'm just nervous about talking about this because I do think that it is such a controversial thing right like to be into these things and it is so related to my trauma but like 
that's what I watch. And like, I could never, I never got turned on by like vanilla. Really? I think maybe when I was younger, when oh, I was like actually, into though, romance like, we're and stuff. Very different though. Like you're like poly and I'm like really monogamous. Like, yeah, Which okay. is so interesting this because actually... when people hear how open we are, like you're more open to talking about sex. So I think people would assume you're more no, sexually. I'm super monogamous. Like I'm an incredibly sexually loyal person. I am. Like I'm not attracted not. to other people when I'm attracted to one person. I'm trying yeah. to be. No, what, I mean. Because I'm in a monogamous like, relationship. Like, yeah, but like that's the thing is like you can you can be sexually attracted to someone and like not have sex with them, right? Like you like walk down the street and you're like, hello. But like, oh, okay, I'm sexually attracted to people, but like for me, it's like I don't want to fuck them. What porn do you watch? But I want to because I like need them. Oh, well, so that's what I, I was going to ask you that question. But I answered. Well, it's a whole journey. No, because I was like, well, what do you look out for? It's I think it's different. We'll talk about me in a second. But I think it's different. I think what porn I watch and what I look for in porn is different. I don't. Well, what I'm saying is I right. don't look for anything in porn. I'm like, but but when you watch porn, do you notice like the actor's chemistry? If you are not attracted to one of the, you know, because some people like no. a, a lot of guys can just like that I know can just watch porn. It doesn't matter who's fucking who. It's just it can be like some ugly guy, and some ugly guy, whatever. But they're like, yeah, like I can't do I mean, that for podcast listeners. Okay, automatopoeia no, makes no sense. Okay, so like when two people are not like you're not attracted to both people in the porn and you're watching the porn, they can still get sexually stimulated, like for like because it's just sex. They're they're turned on by sex. Like, are you just turned on by sex? So no. when you need porn, you can just watch porn. You know. Because for see, me, I'm like, I need, like, that's why I need it. That's why I have a whole setup when I masturbate is because it's like, I need a good 10, 15 minutes before looking up the porn that I know I like, looking up the porn actors I know I'm attracted to. I have like in my head, I know the titles of certain porns, of certain porn videos that I like. And I will only watch like 10 minute increments so I could go back to it. Like, I'm serious. Like, again, like, this is so sweet. I'm a really loyal monogamous person. And so like, I, I'm loyal to my porn stars. Like, it's like, I, and I look them up. Like, I like, like the whole ethical thing. Like I look up interviews. Like I like need to like get to know them. Like I need to know they're a good person. Like, do they have a family? <laughs> no, like I'm serious. Like it's like, like you would assume that I'm like really like people literally people are like oh my god you must be so kinky and it's like no like I'm really loyal like wait question do you pay for your porn no okay you really should because this is a whole debate too like I I get like the I'll get like a dipsy thing and then I'll like only like I'll listen to all like the free trial but this is what I'm saying it's like but I'm not gonna pay porn up if I'm gonna pay for ethical porn I'm gonna go do the research and pay for like a woman-owned afterglow afterglow they were kind of mine they're amazing that's where it's like everything I pay for that even like like okay Pornhub is so easy and accessible like tumblr please return yourself but it's like really (laughs) like because it's curated you know what I mean like it's just it's hard like so that's my thing with paying for porn like even but here's the thing is like for me though there needs to be a certain amount of disconnect because I still, again, because I am like, I I think the reason why I've shied away from things like OnlyFans is I could see myself getting like, because it's like I might have a sexual attraction and loyalty to someone. But like, if it was like too personal, I could see myself getting like emotionally attached to a person, even though it's all mine. Oh, you're talking about making porn yourself. No, no, no. Like, that's why I don't subscribe to like an oh. OnlyFans. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you would fall in love with the person you're watching. Not fall in love. I just think- <laughs> I just think I would have like I would develop like fe- like it's like when people are like really into like BTS or something you know like they're like yeah. no like I love, love Justin Bieber like it's like I could feel myself being like really into someone that I'm like this is a porn star yeah I will say that I do pay for a porn subscription 
to Afterglow. Oh, you're a good person. But it's, I don't pay a lot, but it's paying something. And I, that's a recent thing for me. And it's because like, I've. I think even as much as you're, I'm the quote unquote sex positive one. Like, I think I don't want to admit to myself that I'm like, I watch porn that much. Cause I'm like, no, 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 I don't need, you know what I mean? No, but you can, you can be sex positive yeah. and you're like, a lot of this is an academic thing. Like I literally took a year or two of classes on the ethics of porn and it is such an oh, unethical fuck, industry. I forgot that was what you were Yeah, I minored in women's and gender studies talking oh, about porn fuck. and all this stuff. Shit, yeah. So, yeah. like, the overall industry is so awful to women yes. yeah. and super predatory. Super predatory. Doesn't mean it's not empowering in certain circles. It's empowering if you get paid and compensated yeah, and absolutely. it's consensual. But what I'm saying is, but so the, this is where I have an issue, right? Because my honest answer about not survival. Yeah. your question on what turns me on, if it's, I do not need to know any backstory. I do not know the names of any porn stars. I do not need to watch the plot. I do not need to. Well, first, I don't. It's like, to me, I watch it. I'm like, My bad acting. Open, by the way. Yeah. I mean, shocked. I don't need an emotional attraction. Literally. Like, even if they're like ugly, you're like, ooh, you're like, no, shakes. No, 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 no. But listen, it's for me, it's not about the sex. It's about like the passion and the wanting it. Like, yeah, but like, what if two actors, like, I cannot watch porn when I'm like, she's clearly bored. No, no, they can't be bored. But I'm saying like, I don't know their name. I don't, I didn't watch the buildup. But if I skip to like, oftentimes if I watch a video, I'll skip to like 15 minutes in and like, I'll just watch it from there. But however, the things that like work best for me in terms of like giving me some sort of fulfillment, even if it's not an actual climax is okay. Like a jacket, like is, what's the moment? No, that everybody, like, yeah. I'm telling you the moment. Everybody is laughing in the studio. So I'm trying no, to I'm, not laughing. I'm shocked because I'm going to tell you how embarrassing I am. Is, um, is like penetration compilation. Where it's like literally just the close up moment. Oh, yeah, I Google close up. Yeah. I Google close up missionary. But for me, it's not a personal <laughs> thing. It's like not, it's like yeah, a. That turns me on too. No, I get that. I, I watch those close, those compilations all the time. But then also it's like. I like cum shots. But okay, no, I don't like that. But like for me, it's also the like, it's the, it is kind of like the rougher stuck porn I went through a phase of stuck porn when I was stuck in my porn. PTSD phase it's like where the woman is like stuck under the bed or like her, half her body stuck in the window and like she's stuck and she's like oh I'm stuck I have never heard of this this was like a whole, this is something I Help did search me, for fallen and I or like can't get up. Her, her she's like doing the laundry or like she, there's one where like she was cleaning something on the sink and she was like my hand is stuck and then like is it called stuck porn yeah and mouth open it's wow but this is something There's that i stumbled across because there was started, then you would look at and then it. i started looking it up and at first it was like i honestly like it is so linked to my trauma because like i think i was in a relationship as you know for three yeah. years where every single time my ex-boyfriend yeah. would come on to me he'd be like let's have sex baby and i'd be like no i don't want to i'm not feeling it i don't want to like i'm not in a good place yeah. and he'd just go come on let's do it let's do it and it's just like over and over again for like 30 minutes an hour and then we'd have sex Holy and shit. I think for me, like kind of is linked to that, but maybe also linked to like also childhood trauma where like I genuinely to me, like that's what sex is. I sometimes. also want to give you permission to be like, maybe I just like it. I do. No, but no, like, like I, I, I literally that- want to give you permission to also like, like, yeah, a lot of like general themes. Like when we were talking about, oh, like this porn that I like is connected to this trauma. Like it is connected. We bo- okay. I know. But like we both like Nadia, like my favorite porn genre is step 
stepdaddy porn. Yeah. Like I love stepdaddy porn. Like I love like the daddy. Like we like that. Like like I love like the like the. I Do you call your this. partner's daddy? No. Oh my no. god, I can never. But like watching porn, I'm like, yeah. Sometimes I do it as a joke, like, no, and no, then no. I'm like, oh, too close to home. It's just, yeah, exactly, <laughs> too close to home. But also like, I don't know. I, I it's like that's definitely connected to daddy issues. But like full like full disclosure, like in my it is what you're into. Yeah, but like I I was like I had a period of time where I was like, oh, I'm really into stepfather porn and into age gaps. Like not old people, but like around the age of my father. Oh <laughs> my like, god! Like, but like, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Preface. So I was like, oh, maybe I'm into older guys. I'm not. I tried it. Not. I didn't have sex with an older guy, but like I turned my Tinder up. I like tried to flirt with older guys that I thought were. Hot. And I was just like, this is weird. Like I was just like, I felt so predatory, and I was like, you're gross. You're weird. Like for me, I was like, no. Like I, I, I think I'm, I am someone who's really attracted to people my own age. No, honestly, I like I was always like, oh, I need to date someone like I moved to Chicago and I was like, I'm going to date a master's student. Like I need someone more mature, like fuck these boys who are like my age. But I'm just not I'm attracted to people my own age. And like that's something that I've just dealt with and experienced. No, no, no. I just want to say, though, that like I just want to like hearing you talk in my head. I was like, holy fuck, because Nadia, like I don't I search genres and then I find actors I like. And so I'm at a point in my porn relationship where I don't. I searched certain people. Like, th- I've done this since I was really, really young. Do you want to share who you shir- search? Look at embarrassing. But isn't your whole thing not being embarrassed? Yeah, but, like, I just want to, like, okay, like, I'll give you... Like, you don't have to share. Okay, but I have phases. Like, I get bored with someone or, like, they start getting ugly. And then I, <laughs> and then I like, move on. Like, when I was younger, I was really into Tyler Nixon. Like, I have no I'm idea talking, like, is. middle school, like, unfortunately, really young. I was really into Tyler Nixon. Okay. And also, like, who's the really famous one? The girl. Um, the only one I know is Mia Khalifa because I follow her on TikTok. Mia's great. I, I'm not into her porn, but I think she's... I, I saw her on all social media yeah. platforms. I think she's funny. Oh, shoot. I'm super upset that I don't remember this girl's name. Wait, can I say something, though? Um, yeah. So, oh, like... Yeah. Bruce Venture has a heat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> From an... Ryan McLean. I'm just going to put my nerdy hat on this and, on like, porn. explain Guys, why... I'm in a Ryan McLean phase right now so you are more into guys i've never i never yeah. watch the guy i but only like, watch the girl yeah but also even when i google lesbian porn i'm like you guys both hate this like not hate it not oh. no okay not hate it i just like i i like so oh so this this is false i i think i misspoke nadia you skip all the narrative parts you don't care you're like show me the closest whatever i watch like the 15 minutes of build up while masturbating no like i watch it for fun and then when i get horny like they get horny in the scene then i get horny with them it's like a whole adventure i just find it funny like to me i'm like but but no, the acting is bad but i'm like wait yeah. i will but, say but I, I i i'm experiencing the porn not as like an actual thing that's happening but more as like i'm putting myself in the shoes of like the porn actor and if any point if at any point i'm an empath if at any point i notice <laughs> If at any point I notice that one of the actors is not into it, I have to switch. Because, like, literally, they'll be in the middle. And, like, if I – I hate I, – I, I like when, 
the like in heterosexual porn because I kind of exclusively watch heterosexual porn now. It's like when the guy is verbal, I like it, but when the girl isn't, I don't unless it's like feels genuine because I don't like porn noises. You know what I'm talking about? Like the high pitch, like ah, ah, ah. and like if it's if it's so fake, I'm like shut the fuck up because I'm like it's just I I I feel like it's really important for me as a person in my sexual relationship with myself that I feel really genuine, and yeah. so I just feel like. You know, because of course, when you're watching porn, I think for me, it's important that I am able to put myself in the shoes of the person having sex because I'm a really emotional person, right? Like, I'm I mean, very anything connected. on Pornhub is not a genuine. I know, love but you can connection. like, no, exactly. Okay, but like, Balesa House there's this Balesa house has this whole series where like they take a porn actor and they're like, what is the porn actor that you have always wanted to work with? And then they get together and they introduce themselves. They're not like, oh, this is my character. They're like, hi, I'm Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> and then they like interview them before. You should send this to Ryan being like, hi, no, I'm a genuine he's fan. Like old. <laughs> <laughs> he's really old. Wait, okay. I, but he's so gentle with the girls. So you like gentle porn. Okay, so like, no, like I like 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 I will look up like Ryan McLean Ruff. <laughs> like this is what I Does he right play now. a stepdad? A lot of the times. Okay, wait. I need to. But but I. But when I. Okay, but you know what we should talk about is because I think it's really important is like the journey from like when you found out about porn to when you started actually watching porn. Because there was a good amount of period where like. Can I just say it? Yeah. Okay. Because when you're talking at the very beginning of the podcast, I was like, okay, I just am looking for an in to share this. I realized that I was turned on by sexual videos because I didn't know porn existed. I was pretty innocent. And you know, when I was younger, I ran in extremely innocent circles. I was a narc throughout high school. I didn't smoke or I didn't smoke or drink, didn't have sex when I was 18. Like, yeah, I'm open and all these things, but like I was like very goody two shoes. I didn't party. Like high school, I was like clean as shit. Um so I didn't even know porn existed. And then I remember watching like a documentary and it was like David Attenborough was narrating this scene where like all the, the whales were like <laughs> competing to have sex with their dicks. Which is literally rapey. It's basically yeah, like super rapey. Too super no, rapey. Exactly. But I was just like, oh, this is interesting. I know exactly what video this yeah, is. Yeah. And I, I, I could feel my like little like, like, like second, third grade. I don't know. I was really young being like, oh sex and then i started watching compilations of like lions having sex in the wild like animals having sex in the wild because when you're on youtube like on youtube on youtube yeah see exactly i was like i just need to share this on youtube you can't watch actual porn of humans but you know what there's a plethora did you get off on it no no judgment no i didn't it was curiosity it was like i've i had never seen sex visually right asks, how would you love a chance to save money on your insurance? Of course you would. After all, who wouldn't love a great deal, right? And when it comes to great rates on insurance for all of the things in your life, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners, condo, or renters coverage. You could save even more with a special discount when you bundle your coverages. Plus, add the easy-to-use GEICO mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And choosing to switch to GEICO becomes an easy choice. Switch to Today and see all the ways you could save with great rates and discounts. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com to get a rate quote or contact your local agent and get started seeing how much you could save. 
This show is part of the pro-democracy podcast coalition. I think most of us agree that in a functioning democracy, the winner should be determined by the voters. Well, that almost didn't happen in 2020. Now extremists are working to intimidate and replace nonpartisan election workers with quote unquote yes men who might reject election results. The only thing that will stop them is us. We partnered with the grassroots pro-democracy organization, Represent Us, to give you the tools you need to protect free and fair elections. Learn more and get involved. Visit represent.us slash pod to learn more. I had, I'd never seen sex happening. So I knew conceptually what sex was. I, I remember being in fifth grade and checking out the My Body and Me book from the library and all the boys, my friends were like, oh, you're getting checked. And I remember looking at the pages of the penises and the vaginas being like, oh my God. And there's no, even in these illustrations, there's no illustration of actual sex happening. The only time I remember seeing sex like visually at this time in my life when I was like watching these like sex videos of animals, which I wasn't getting off to. I was just watching out of curiosity like I remember watching a compilation of animals in the wild having sex on the dining room table of Mark and David's house in eighth grade yeah it was just kind of late that's like late like I wasn't really watching porn really but um but I remember like at that time like do you know the body worlds exhibit Mm -hmm. it's like this like they like take actual human people who have passed away and donated their lives to science and put them in like resin and there's one one um diorama I don't know like a setup that they have where it's just two people physically having sex and it's a body worlds exhibit and that was like I like was so shocked to like body worlds already is like very shocking yeah. but like it was two human bodies having intercourse and I was like that's what sex is and I was like really young I was elementary school and then yeah anyway I just think that's really strange and interesting but like I yeah and then from there I remember somehow I stumbled from animal educational videos I don't want to call it porn to like I would I remember I was on Pinterest I was addicted to Pinterest at this time that's where I like had my like unfortunate eating disorder boards and whatever I remember googling like I remember I was I was baking a lot like I would bake a lot at this time because I had eating disorders obsessed with food whatever and I remember typing in vanilla because I was trying to get like vanilla cake recipes but when I typed in vanilla one of the boards that popped up was a vanilla sex board that someone had made this is literally how I discovered porn, by the way. And so I like opened the vanilla Pinterest board that I think is about cake. And it's like all these vanilla sex photos. And it's really romanticized and sensual photos of people having sex. And there are gifts of penises going in and out of vaginas and like guys like picking up girls and slamming them against the wall and like kissing them passionately and it's like for me as a kid who like was so lacking in physical touch and romantic affection and like affection from like my dad you know like I just like male attention I was like oh my god this is like male and female love I mean women like this is like heterosexual love like this is so I was just like so into this like I was like wow and then like a lot of those pins from Pinterest were from Tumblr boards. Yeah. Sexy college girl one. Oh my God, you did so well. And so I just started watching these, these gifts and I'm, I masturbated to gifts. Oh, and this is also, I know we, I did podcasts where I talked about like how I masturbated to um, uh, Kindle, like, like erotica, erotica and then like whatever. This is like right after that. Like this was the evolution is like, I went from like erotica, like reading to like, animal videos <laughs> to like Pinterest to Tumblr and it wasn't in, it, I used Tumblr I used Tumblr exclusively for porn because I I only used like I only used Tumblr for porn like that was the only use I ever used for it and then I didn't realize until like 
months into using Tumblr for porn that you can click on the Tumblr link. And then I found Pornhub that way. Mm. And then all the doors opened. I think that's fascinating. And I also think that it kind of reveals maybe our different relationship with porn where like you found it. I loved vanilla. Like, like when I was doing it, I would Google like vanilla sex. But this is what I'm saying is you found it in a very like, I feel like natural self, like self-driven, self-driven way versus my way was like so non-consensual and like kind of traumatizing. So then I wonder like not in a, I I feel like the way that I phrase this is going to sound almost victim blaming me, but I'm like, I feel like, like how does that relate to like the circles that we were in in a way, you know, cause I feel like I, I literally have memories of being in sixth grade and there was a boy on the bus who was showing all these girls porn. And I remember, like, I was like, what are they watching? Like, I was interested in that, right? I was always trying to talk about porn, and people were like, I mean, do you know what cunt means and stuff? And I had, I literally have memories of, like, people stepping in and being like, I'm, God, like, don't show it to a Maya. Do you realize that? Like, not a Maya. When you were a sixth grader on the bus, I was an eighth grader. Oh, that's why it was the same person. We're talking about the same we're person. We're talking about maybe. the same person, but, like, they held me down because I was the sixth grader and the only girl. But by the time you were in sixth grade, I was eighth grade girl, big sister. Yeah. So like, but this is what I'm saying, which is like, it we were in the same circles or like on the same bus mm-hmm. with the same people. Yeah. But like, I was the eighth grader. And like, I think for me, it does affect my, like my whole interaction and introduction to porn was like so out of my control. And in many ways, it's Fuck, like yeah. my introduction to sex, right? Totally. Yeah. But I, that, that sets, it sets a precedent, right? Your first, yeah. like your first relationship with this sets a precedent for your sexual relationship with yourself. And I do, like, I think that one of the reasons I'm like so ashamed, I am going to say I, I'm ashamed. Like yeah. I'm ashamed to admit that like genuinely the porn that I watch or like the porn that I was into was stuck porn and stuff like that. And like, is not consensual. <laughs> I know, but like, but okay, let me take it from like yeah. a, I'm going to kind of make a little parallel um, example, which I just, is, help. I do think that from an academic lens and just like, a, yeah, I mean, just like it. a way of thinking of it is like, it does feel problematic to say that those are the things that I'm into without also recognizing like what being into those things perpetuates and like by my click, like we live in an attention economy where like by clicking on that, I am putting dollars into someone's pocket yep. that I'm not values aligned with. But also furthermore, like I think that another, and this is like, I, again, like I'm saying all this as someone who's like worked and consulted for years yeah. in the ethical porn industry, like supporting other female founders in the space. And like something that I really recognize is there's a big debate around racial fetishization, right? Yeah. And like, oh, I have some great articles about this. Well, again, yeah. so you know, from an academic lens, great, like, great academic, so it's, yeah, anthropological. If someone says, like, when people have like fetishes for Asian people or like black men or black women, especially, and they say, well, there's nothing to be ashamed of. It's just what I'm into, right? You like, you cannot say that without understanding the historical political implications of saying something like that, yeah. right? Of saying, Oh, I'm not into Asian men, which you hear a lot in porn. A With, lot. You, you can't say that without, but you you well, can't. These days it's changing. But you should. Well, I'm not going to say you yeah. can't say that. You can say that, but like, I feel like you shouldn't be able to say that without also having the opportunity to understand like what is the impact of asexualizing Asian men and over fetishization Asian women in our society and yeah. what you watch in private does carry out into what you see in the world. Right. Absolutely. And for me, I can be like, Oh, I'm into stepdaddy porn, but it only exists on porn. And like, I'm not actually like supporting that in my real life, but like 
You I am supporting, supporting that. I'm supporting, supporting it with like, like clicks. a genre. Yeah, exactly. And like I'm also that genre too. I'm boosting a video in an algorithm. Well, that's that is, why you know the video you like and you only watch the same video, Nadia. But Amanda, if the video <laughs> that you exactly. like is not consensual and you're promoting yeah. rape culture, like I think that that's why I have the shame, which is like this is like I, again, I preface this at the beginning of yeah. the episode. I'm going to be genuinely honest, like before I even started asking my these, myself these questions about ethics and everything, like, this is what I talked about. This is what I watched. And, like, even now, if I, if you, if I, like, type something in, like, and, again, I don't really watch porn because I don't fucking masturbate because but I that, can't make myself but orgasm. That, this is a sticky, that's a sticky statement. Because, like, again, not to be like, well, I read an article, da, da, da. But I took anthropology of sex work in, at Tavs, yeah. and it was an incredible class. And I read these mind-blowing articles about race play. And it, it totally flipped my word around. But the article that really hit home for me was the article I read. It was a, an assigned reading. Sarah Luna is an incredible professor at Tufts. Incredible. You should all take classes from her. And there was a reading assigned about um, the playing of, of rape culture and sexual assault in porn right and it was it was a it was a like really long research study talking to women who felt embarrassment around being victims of sexual violence Mm. but pursuing you know relationships where they were then having to tell their partners I am someone who's been assaulted these are the things that you can't do to me but also it's hard because like I feel like a lot in, in my I'll just pull from my own experience right I am a victim of sexual assault and also childhood sexual abuse. And so I have these nuances around daddy issues and also Mm -hmm. the fact that I do like violence and sex. Yeah. I I do. I welcome it. It's consensual, right? But it's like, I like having the conversation, but like choke me and hit me and hit me harder. And I like, I have a thing for marks. I don't know. I kind of want, you know, I have, I love when I have marks on me and I, it's, it's, it's really, it's like, I should be embarrassed maybe because. Which also breaks mom's heart. Whenever your mom saw a hickey, she'd be like, bruise like, yeah, but, like you I, hurt. but it's not hickeys like I yeah. like like mar- like I like scratches and bruises and I don't I, I, I'm like do I like this because I have this like weird view of myself as like do I like do I like feeling like someone's territory and how does that connect to my mm-hmm. history of issues with my father probably or like being a victim of being a rape victim do, why do I like watching rape porn and why do I why do I almost kind of flirt with the flirt with the option to be like can you pretend to rape me you know yeah. and that is a that is that is something where I'm like should I even talk about this on the podcast but full disclosure like I read an article I don't know what it's called but it blew my mind because it was the first time that I felt like there were other people out there who had this really dangerous kernel of sexual curiosity the majority of my friends yeah. do like non-consensual play and most of I'm going to say us who are victims of sexual violence, we have that urge and it's hard to explain. And I I haven't done enough research. Maybe you have around like the reasons why, but like, I think it it is, it's, it's really hard because it's like, Oh, we shouldn't support the industry. We shouldn't support that. But also like, I don't see myself. I I don't see my sexual needs changing because that is a part of my sexual need. You know, that's a part of my sexual, like, you know, like that's a part of my sexual vocabulary. So am I supposed to be like, I, am I supposed to rewrite? No, you can't. That? I don't no, think you can I don't deny think so. it. Yeah. But I do think that I'm, I'm not saying deny it. So then, it. how do you engage with this sexual urge to like have violent sex? I think also, it's yeah. having these conversations. Like what I'm saying is yeah, like how do we make that more ethical because like I want to watch violence. But I will say yeah. with especially when I've dated cis men. Yeah. Like if they watch violent porn, heterosexual cis, cis heter- men. Yeah, heterosexual cis men. If they watch violent porn, I'm like, nope, completely no. 
Like same. Yeah. Because if they heterosexual, so I'm actually absolutely. I never, I I never want to play non-consensual. Like to me, that is too triggering. We're like. I think for me, I'm like, absolutely not. Like, I will watch it in porn, but like, if any of that comes into my life, and honestly, the people that I end up dating or having relationships with don't watch porn. Okay, and also, wait, hold on. Same. No, it's I just really... want to preface because no, 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 I know I, I share that, but like, I don't either. It's just, I was giving an no, example. No, I yeah. Well, and we're not judging people who do. I think like, we're yeah. we're really not judging people. I think true, like, true. Okay, yeah. Judge, we're, judge, no judgment. Just We're not judging at all. We're like purely coming here with a lot of questions. And like, I think again, from also like a nerdy academic lens, we both have studied it. We've studied this. And like, this is something we like, love just like talking about, about and but yeah. I think that like for me in relationships I do find myself like if a guy watches a lot of porn I first of all you can tell because the way they like oh, go down on you yeah. the way they have sex they is like porn into you. jackhammer is like that's oh not God. real they it's eat you out the, yeah like, it's just everything, so bad everything but also I think that for me, I do find myself more attracted when a guy's like, I don't watch porn because it's disrespectful and it's a screwed up industry. Yeah. Like to me, that's like so hot. And yeah. like when a guy says like, it's just really, it's like I, the ethics of it. And like the, like when they ask themselves those questions and they're like, oh, it's just not personal enough. I'm like my heart, the you thing know, is, is like, I feel like they're probably lying. Well, like genuinely. I, don't, I don't know. I I because it feels I, too good to be true. No, not too good to be true. It's just like I just feel like I've met you know boys in my life who have said that to me, and I'm and then like, it's not true. And I'm like, no, it's not even that it's not true. I'm just like, I know that you're full of shit. Like I I know because yeah. I know you're saying that because you think that you have to say that. Well, and again, like I'm I'm not saying that I would never like I've did, some of my exes like very much were very into porn, but I think that for me, I genuinely saw a difference in the way they were intimate in comparison yeah but again again but also like porn like as someone who has sexual curiosity and like honestly Nadia honestly I have had so many times in my life where I wanted to join the sex industry and have gotten very close no I know you have and and it's still something that I'm not saying like oh I haven't I'm like no like I still I still want to I I would love to be a stripper like I would love to I would I want to dance really badly like I think to me it sounds really fun and I I want to acknowledge my privilege coming from the um you know I think it sounds something that could be really positive for me and my body and my relationship with my body for to me it sounds fun I if I joined the sex industry I would not be a survival sex worker it's you know it's something that yeah you'd be coming from a place of privilege from immense privilege yeah but i i I would never villainize the sex industry and so that's where it's like i'm flirting with the idea of being like oh the sex and like it's manipulative and toxic and all these things but at the same time like i think two truths can exist that it is a space and a career that a lot of people flourish and love and appreciate you know what i mean i just want to put that out there in this conversation Yes, and I think that my challenge to you or it, my invitation to you would be to pay for your porn. Like, yeah, to no, go to a place I like Afterglow definitely should. or Dipsy or wherever. Like, I, yeah. I, for, I, everything you're saying about, like, the emotional connection to porn, and again, for me, like, I try to really, re- I, like, there is also No, I totally felt called out. I was like, oh, fuck, I should pay for my No, porn. you should, yeah. because if you believe in sex work and you believe in I'm supporting this. to certain people, so then I'd have to find those people and what platforms they use. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and a lot of them are licensed. Yeah. A lot of the yeah, ethical absolutely. porn sites are licensed. Or like, you yeah. know, and again, like, again, I think this conversation is so important to have because I do think that like there are on the negative side, a lot that happens in porn that trickles into real life, yes. which is especially around violence against women. Yeah. Like 
one of the fastest growing categories of porn is violent porn and non-consensual porn. And uh, there are a lot of studies around how it's directly linked to people's idea around what people like, what Mm -hmm. consent is. And I think that for me, like even the idea of non-consensual porn promotes the idea that you can be turned on by rape. And I have a really hard time and like feel like a hypocrite and sometimes like a fraud to be like, oh, this is what I'm turned on by. But then like it's not consent, it's it's, biology. But like that's what they would say. But like that's not as a survivor, you could I would never, ever tell someone that like this is not a turn on. And like I I feel like as a feminist, I'm like, this is not a turn on. Consent is sexy. It is. And being rough where like someone's saying no or they or they're stuck in they're physically stuck in a laundry machine and you go up coercing them to sex. I'm that is sick. not okay. But I, but yeah, no, no, I agree. I agree. But also like this is my internalized shame that no, I'm like I, genuinely no, expressing I to com- everybody. I completely agree. OK. OK. Yeah. So we're I'm, I'm reminding myself that we're having an open conversation. Yeah, we're having an open conversation. And we're exploring. No, I, I mean, this is something that I think we can talk about for hours. And like, again, I think it's such an important conversation to have. And. Also, uh, big go us for having a conversation about porn for the first time in our lives. Yeah, I learned so much about Nadia. Like, we've never Bro, talked about this. Stuck porn, I love you so much. That's inc- that's. You're going to go watch it? I know, I know. I literally am going to go look up stuck porn. Dish- <laughs> what is What was it? Dishwasher? Again, my invite to you is to pay for your porn. Even if you pay, like, Afterglow has this um, sliding scale. I'm probably going to pay for Belessa. Yeah. Whatever works I for you. I love Valesa. Yeah. Again, this is not an ad. We're like genuinely just supporting these. Oh yeah, ethical no. Porn these sites. are like I, I, I. So Erica Less is a filmmaker we love. Um, I, I've loved Erica for. Uh, yeah, no. Just by the way, like I, Valesa is incredible. They cure they porn so much more. Like I, from like, it's been like about a couple years now, honestly, that I've avoided Pornhub and exclusively watch on Valesa just because it's a more supportive platform. Yeah. Anyways, um. We appreciate all those out there who keep us entertained and bring pleasure to so many viewers. Thank you, Ryan, for the work you do. Amaya says thank you, Ryan. Um, And yeah, thank you so much for watching. And again, I know that for some of listeners out there, this might have been an episode that like maybe made you a little bit uncomfortable. Angry, frustrated. Angry, frustrated. And again, these are all episodes that you can skip through these are episodes that you can engage with us on like a lot of a man i having these conversations with everybody like we love doing this because then we get comments and feedback from people and we have these conversations so yeah we just genuinely appreciate that and um i'm nervous but excited to hear what you think bye y'all This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.